And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Mary's troubled twin sister Julia, sent away to address her psychological problems, has violently escaped from the Warrendale treatment facility, threatening to come home to settle mysterious unfinished business. Mary's friend, the loyal Scott Dascom, has offered to stay with the Marshalls as long as he can, hoping to offer them protection from the dangerous and vengeful Julia. Now Mary, at the urging of Scott and her father, has agreed to go to Chicago to interview for a job at the Art Museum, a lifelong dream, though she worries that to accept this invitation is to leave her family in jeopardy. Up late with her loyal friend Scott Dascom, the pair hear something in the Marshal's yard. Fearing the approach of the dangerous Julia, Scott bravely opens the door to investigate. We now hear Mary say... Behind you, look out! Hey! Hey! What? John? Scott! Oh, it's you! Oh, John, I ought to strangle you. You scared me. Oh, sorry, Mary. What are you doing here, John? I had to come see you camped out behind your barricades. I hope you don't mind. Of course not, although you could have called. Sorry, you must have thought I was coming to attack you. Seriously, John, that was terrible. I thought you were Julia rushing out of the dark. You might as well come in now that you're here and we're not dead. Do you want anything? Oh, no thanks. You know, one day I'm going to lay eyes on this Julia person and see this monster for myself. I can't wait. Maybe tonight's the night. She looks just like me, except completely different, of course. It's so hilarious that you have an actual evil twin. I mean, it's, it's not hilarious. It's awful. But, I mean, you have to admit, it is sort of... Hilarious. It's not that fun, let me tell you. No, I believe you. My brothers are... They're all these huge jocks with these crazy sorority girlfriends, and it's like my parents look at me and go like, what happened? Oh, you're okay. Thank you. I like to think so. Actually, I think all my brothers are gay, too. They just don't want to admit it. That's why they just totally overcompensate by being so jockey, in my opinion. But Mary... I can't believe you're going to Chicago to be an art restorer. It's just an interview, just for the day. You are so taking that job. Uh, you have to. Scott was telling me about it. it. You have to. Yeah, but, oh, I mean, it's such a weird time for me to go anywhere right now. My mom's so sick. And now this insane thing with Julia out of nowhere, I don't know. I mean, I'm going, but I feel bad about it. Of course you do. That's who you are. But you know you want to do it. Oh, of course I do, but... Well, I'll just feel better when Julia's back where she needs to be, getting the help she needs. And my mom? I mean, honestly, she's either going to get better or she isn't. Your poor mama. I know. And, and we'll know what's going to happen one way or the other pretty soon, I guess, once this new infusion really starts to take hold. So, oh, I don't know. Chicago's not that far. If I lived there and something started to go really bad with my mom, suddenly I could just drive home. That's right. Although you were just saying you didn't want to move to Detroit with uh -huh. me because it was too far away. <gasps> oh, Mary, you should. That would be amazing. Oh, my gosh, you should. You'd be so close. I know. It'd be so fun, but... I'm just teasing, Mary. No, I am torn. It's just... Chicago is such an opportunity. The chance to do what I've always wanted to, to work in the restoration department of a major museum. It's not like I wouldn't be able to be here when I needed to be, but but I wouldn't be here. And, oh, I just don't know how much longer my mom has, so... You know your mom would want you to take it. But that's not her decision to make, is it? I mean, it's mine, because I'm the one who will have to live with the consequences, guilt or regret or whatever. Well... At least you're going for the interview. That's something, anyways. Only because I know you and Scott will take care of things here while I'm gone. You can rest easy. Which, by the way, you should. <sighs> Go get some sleep. You have an early train to catch. 
Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, you boys be good and keep me safe. And um, see you in the morning. Bright and early when I'm off to catch the train to Chicago. Going through to Chicago, miss? Yep. Have a nice trip, sir. Yep, me too. All right, have a nice time. Hope so. Seeing friends? I'm sorry? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your reading. Oh, no, no, it, it's just a magazine. I'll leave you alone. No, no, it's okay. It's, um, I'm, I'm going for an interview. Job interview? Yeah. Sounds fun. I hope so. It's at the art museum. Oh, really? The art museum? Yeah, basically my dream job. Ah, as a, as a what? In restoration. Really? Well, good for you. I hope you get it. I love the museum. Oh, it's one of my favorite places in the world. Do you know it well? Uh, well, I do, actually. As it happens, I'm sort of on the board. Really? Really. Oh. David Price, how do you do? Oh, uh, Mary Marshall. Nice to meet you, Mr. Price. Mary Marshall. Well, hello. This must be just about your first real job interview. Oh, um, well, aside from lifeguarding, I think you could say that. I can't claim I know anybody on the restoration end of things. My role's more in fundraising and so on, but who's your interview with? Arthur Mendez? Hmm, no, don't know him. It's quite an impressive program, though, I know that. People come from all over the world to learn the trade there. That's why I'm, um, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh, don't be. I can tell you this. If they call you in for an interview, they're hoping you'll accept the job. They wouldn't go to the effort otherwise. They have so many applicants for any position. No, they just want to lay eyes on you. And, well, I hope you don't mind my saying. I think they'll like what they see. Thank you. I'm a little too frank sometimes, I guess. But that's one of my many privileges of being an old man. Nobody takes you seriously on that front any longer. So you can more or less say what you like. Oh, you're not that old. I am 65 years old. No, no, that's not old at all. Well, thank you for saying so. The other thing being an old man allows me to do is to take the train now and then and meet nice young people like yourself. Do you live in Chicago? Yes, all my life. Oh, Ann Arbor, all my life. Less of an expanse, of course, your life, compared to mine. So, um, what's a favorite painting of yours? Ah, an excellent question. A favorite painting. Not the, of course, there is no one favorite painting, and it very much depends on who I am at the moment. Totally. And where I am, and whether I'm in front of it or not. Sometimes I have a favorite painting that I've known for 20 years, and suddenly it becomes newly wonderful to me. Sometimes I love a painting for five minutes and never think of it again. And at the moment? Right now, sitting in front of you here on this train, having this conversation, well, there's me being forward again, but I think of Balthus. Oh. Does that disturb you, dear? No, I... I like Balthus. His paintings have a certain provocative nature. That is one way of putting it. I mean the paintings of little girls arranged in an unconscious display of girlish innocence, lying somehow so that their legs fall open, revealing white underwear which they are not conscious of revealing. That is what I mean, yes. Or perhaps his 1934 work, The Guitar Lesson, 
You may be familiar with I it. am, actually. A young girl in pigtails is on her guitar teacher's lap. The teacher is a young woman. There is evidently a dispute between teacher and student, as the teacher has grabbed the girl's hair and is bending her backward. The girl's dress is hiked above her navel, revealing... Well, revealing everything. The girl, in self-defense, has grabbed the blouse of her instructor and torn it open, revealing a pert breast with an erect nipple. Beneath the blouse, the instructor's other breast strains for release. It is a favorite of mine at the moment, sitting across from you in your pretty blue dress. Well, Balthus meant to shock, of course. But of course he did. And he managed it, then, in 1934. Are you saying you are now unshockable, Mary Marshall? You know, when you came down the aisle, my first thought was, well, that is a nice-looking older man. He seems harmless. And then, when you sat down across the aisle, Mr. Price, I'll tell you what I noticed. And what is that, Mary Marshall? I noticed your smell. You smell old. Do I? Oh, it's not your fault. I mean, so many old people smell like you. I think it starts in the teeth. Let me see your teeth. There. Oh, brown and yellow and crooked and old. I expect they smell old. Sometimes when I'm flossing, you know, I come across a little pocket of something I've missed somehow the day before, and it comes out. And you know what it smells like? Like old people. Like you smell. Again, it is not your fault. Age happens to us all. And then do you know what I thought? What did you think? I thought how happy I was to be young. You're right to be happy. And how much you must envy me. Of course I do. Who wouldn't? And what my youth might get me if I wanted it to. If I wanted to use it. Well, Mary Marshall, of course it might. It's one of the oldest stories in the book. So what would you give me, Mr. Price, to have this youth? I'm sorry I offended you, Oh, you desperately hoped to offend me, Mr. Price. You hoped to shock me, and you hoped to gain some advantage over me thereby. Perhaps I did. So you're not sorry. Not at all. But you regret it. Because it's not turning out how you imagined, because I'm not as innocent and inexperienced as I might appear. No, you're not. And now you regret it because I have something more than just youth to hold over you. I have you. I have the way you behave. I imagine there are other women who have experienced you in this way. I imagine you found success with this type of approach in the past. And I imagine if I went to certain people on the board, they might tell me you were well known for this kind of thing. And I wonder what type of power that would give me. Excuse me. Oh, leaving Mr. Price? I think you've had your fun. Oh, no, 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 Mr. Price. I am just starting. Can I help you? Um, I'm, I'm Mary Marshall. I have a three o'clock appointment with Arthur Mendez. Oh, yes, yes, Mary Marshall. Come on in. Have a seat. I'll let him know you're here. Thank you. Arthur, Mary Marshall's here. All right. You can go on in. I hear you took the train here from Michigan. Oh, that's right. How was your trip? It had its moments. Hi, Mr. Mendez? Mary Marshall. <laughs> Mr. Mendez. Arthur, please, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Thank you. Well, sit down. Got to get you anything? Uh, no, thanks. We have a mutual friend in Isabella Banks. Oh, she's the best. She's wonderful, isn't she? I was a chemistry major before I took her class. 
Would you believe that? Oh, I wasn't anything before I took her class. Lucky you. Oh, lucky you. I had to learn chemistry afterward anyway. It will serve you well. I hope so. Uh, Mary, look, uh, I'm sorry to bring this up, but I, well, first of all, let me say I'm very interested in hiring you. Your resume is excellent. Your application was superb. You would have risen to my attention even without Isabella's recommendation. The thing is, well, I got a strange call here this afternoon about an hour ago. I'm not surprised. You met Mr. Price on the train, Briefly, I understand? yeah, memorably. Yes, his behavior is notorious. I imagine it must be. In fact, he's widely despised. Only a man with that sort of power, well, that is, that sort of money, well... Did he tell you not to hire me? Mary, I'm afraid that's exactly what he told me. You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear Mary Marshall say... But that's not fair. That's not fair at all. That's tomorrow on Mary from Michigan Saves the World. <laughs>